Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Phase Hero episode 51 starts now. Welcome to the program. Last show of the year. I can't believe we're here. WandaVision was 9 million years ago. I'm your host, Brandon Davis, joined today by Jamie Jurak. Hello. We got Jenna Anderson. Hey, everybody. And we got Aaron Perrine. Woo! Ranking episode. Jim's here too, but whatever. <laughs> well, Jim, God, just let me get to you one time, Jim. We, this is why he broke out of his cell only temporarily. Security's on his way. Jim Biscardi's here at the top of the show because he has some news for everybody watching us live on Twitch. I do. We have a we have a special guest, uh, fr- uh, fan of the show. We love him very much. Elliot Comic Art is uh, in the chat, and not only is he in the chat, but for everyone who's got a sub, may want to check uh, their emotes because we got a whole bunch of them. Uh, some for Comic Book Nation, a whole bunch for Phase Zero. We've got Jenna, Jamie, Aaron. Uh, we got free Jim as an emote. I mean, look, we got there's nope. a whole bunch. I will never be using that one. There they are, all dropped in. If you're watching live, uh, so if you want to uh, to use some of them, by all means, go for it. If you've got that Love Amazon you, Prime subscription, go ahead. Got to subscribe. Got to use them. Thank you, Elliot. For uh, we've been working on this almost all weekend together, and uh, so to to have them all ready for today's show is a is a special treat. We know people have been waiting for these all year. Uh, and so let's see those emotes in the chat for sure. Um, again, it was a big, big thank you to everyone, uh, especially uh, Elliot, who just, you know, has been nailing, nailing it. Aaron's or, got like uh, think- cool glasses on. <laughs> I know. In this little emote. That's cool. I <laughs> love it. This is so love cool. It. I know. Uh, I'm going to need prints of all of these. Like these are <laughs> amazing. I've got them. I'll send them around. I'll send them around. <laughs> but, but again, <laughs> I know, you is- know, folks, folks have been asking. We wanted to make sure that we got them. Uh, Everybody so. who's listening in podcast form right now is like, "What is going on?" <laughs> well, we appreciate you. Live. Yeah. Well, yes, right. we appreciate. If you're watching on Twitch, make sure you subscribe. If you're listening in podcast form, we love you. You're the majority of our audience. You're the reason why this year Phase Zero has surpassed 1.2 million listens across all platforms. That's that's a big number that I'm really proud of, and everybody on this show should be proud of as well. And it yeah, has resulted uh, in emotes. And then we do gotta gotta give a big big thank you to uh, to TJ in the in the chat who who has basically been Santa Claus with subs uh, mm-hmm. uh, this this December. So uh, so we appreciate you as well, man. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, so. thank you, TJ. That was like All right, I'm just gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the world so burn from the shadows. Uh, oh so God! Will, uh, this is it. Here we go, everybody. <laughs> I'll be I'll be uh, in the chat talking everyone. So you guys all have fun. 
As you know by the title of this episode, this is the 2021 MCU Rankings Show. That means all four of us are going to release our top 10 list of our favorite movies and shows from MCU. This means like Hit Monkey's not a part of it, uh, but Venom Let There Be Carnage is because there is a scene tied to the MCU, even though it's a Sony movie, not a Marvel Studios movie. So if you're wondering why Venom is included and some of the other stuff isn't, whatever, uh, that's why. And we are ranking these kind of on our own little, however we want, we can, this is this is not us saying that your ranking is wrong if it's different from ours. It's just saying we're better than you. Uh, no! Oh, boy. <laughs> I really just want to make sure there's absolute chaos today. We're not better than anybody. We love this community. Uh, I'm just kidding. Disclaimer to Twitter. Um, but, yeah, so we are going to go around here, top ten. We're going to reveal them one at a time, and then we have some of our celebrity guests who uh, have some rankings that they shared with us that are also a part of the show. Some of our guests from previously previous episodes of phase zero, uh, but we are, this is going to take a while. So we need to just jump into it. MCU rankings show officially begins now. And luckily for Aaron, he's going first. I am at the top. So Richard, are we putting in the graphics up first or do I say it first, Rich? Cause I, you go, you that- say it. And then Richard's going to know okay. uh, to, to, to add the graphic. Got it. So at number 10, I have Tom Hardy and his symbiote friend with Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Um, A slight, slight inclusion because of that post credit scene and some other fun stuff in No Way Home. But still, you know, worthy to be mentioned here. I just... I haven't been huge on it. They're really, like, charming movies for what they are, but I'm not, like supremely i haven't been racking my brain about when they go to ravencroft in part three or whatever is going to happen in part three so that's why it's at 10 <laughs> jamie all right yeah same venom uh listen uh, I, normally i would argue that this was even included but it's the only thing on our entire list that i didn't like so i'm glad that it gets to just live in that bottom spot <laughs> I'm just like when Venom shows up on my list I feel like it's gonna just cause chaos I was not expecting to cause chaos but I'm we almost had a perfect jackpot here not hating Venom not putting it at number 10 um for my number 10 I have what if which I still I can't believe we've been an animated show in the MCU it is very ambitious it gets the essence of what if in the comics it's still at the end of the day was kind of the most underwhelming of the Disney plus shows this year I feel like that could change as time goes on with season two and with potential other connections with the multiverse but as it stands right now probably at number 10 for me we have our first controversial pick of the day and it took only the first round Uh, my number 10 is venom let there be carnage it wasn't a good movie plain and simple Uh, i laughed with it a couple times i laughed at it a lot more times uh the editing wasn't even good i thought uh tom hardy is the only redeemable thing about this film uh and it isn't enough tom hardy to make it a good film uh, so Venom, Let There Be Carnage is in my last spot. Number nine. So for number nine for me, uh, I have what if. Um, that seems like that might be a consensus thing, but maybe not, Jenna. Uh, fun <laughs> fact. I uh, I think that this is going to be more important as things go along. But for right now, it's just kind of like the lesser, like, you know, less sort of adventurous which is weird for these shows that the one that's animated is the one that made like not as much impact also i'm a fan of anything that looks like it's illustrated like the saturday morning post that was really really cool 
Jamie, yep. Surprise, surprise. It's also what if. Uh, for every night. Um, Three of us got together and Jenna yes. didn't make the call. I know. She's part of this conversation. Um, it's good. It's just, as I've said a million times, uh, when they turn something live action into animation, it's just not really my thing. Uh, it was, you know, I have nothing really negative to say about it. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my number nine, I, I I have a feeling now that all of my picks are just going to blow up the chat, and I'm already worried. But my number nine is Eternals. Um, I still love a lot of the movie. I think the cast is great. Like, if you think, if you have listened to our spoiler episode, you've, you've seen that we've acknowledged that it is not a perfect movie. I, it's mainly, I put it so low on the, on the ranking because it only came out a little over a month ago and I already feel like I've forgotten so much of it. Like I realized the other day, it's like, oh yeah, there's a giant celestial hand that's just in the ocean now. And yet with like between Spider-Man and Hawkeye and other Marvel things, it's like, I have completely forgotten about that at this point. But like, I love the cast of Eternals. I'm so excited to see what the future holds for them, but it's at number nine kind of because I liked other things on the list more. Jenna, you I ranking was... Eternals like like lower than Venom makes me like I was sure I was gonna get the most hate for my list. Everyone is gonna like take away me. my academia. Like everyone who thinks I'm so smart, like, that's not gonna go away when I'm actually sharing my rankings. Like good oh, lord. God. Somebody needs to clip my reaction to it. Jenna just put Eternals number nine. I really thought I would have Eternals the lowest, and and I'm not. Wow, number nine. What if for me? Wow. Oh, thank you, Jenna. I never. <laughs> I, ne- I just never really cared for What If. Um, it had some good episodes. The Hank Pym, the Star Lord T'Challa was cool. Black Widow Hawkeye episode was cool. Doctor Strange was pretty emotional. But like like Jamie said, it's going from live action to animation. I don't really enjoy the change in mediums. We're going to have to get used to that because there's a lot of it coming. Doesn't mean I'm really going to love it. What if kind of felt like a, a, a chore to watch because we had to watch it before the podcast. And I was like, oh, got to watch this. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't really I, I like Party Thor, Captain Carter. I didn't really like those episodes. I never really cared for it overall. It was fine. I'm never going to watch it again. And if it ties into Multiverse of Madness, like, OK, I'm not really like hoping for that. Um, so whatever. It's fine. Moving on. Oh my God. Now y'all got me shook. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Jenna is currently the villain of the show right now. I see. Turtles is see. like a very touchy subject for a lot of fans who loved it. It's so weird. That one is so like some people love it. Some people don't. But the people who I, love I it get mad so. at you when you don't love it. Jenna, you got replaced by an evil variant. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> at number eight, I have Black Widow because I enjoyed it. Wow. But I really would have loved this so much more if it had happened earlier. That's not any fault huh. of the movie of its own. And I like love the character. Like freaking Yelena comes from this. How is it this low? But I just really thought about some of the other stuff on display more. Hopefully, maybe, possibly, we get more. And it does more for me the second, like the in the second iteration. Although I don't know how that would happen, but maybe so. Who knows? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everyone on the in the chat wants me in jail now, and now I'm like, Aaron might be joining me by the time all of these. We're all going together. to jail. Today. I think this whole show is getting like just straight up. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. Jim Lord. is just warming up the cell for us. He's been warming yeah. it up for us. All right. That's we right. knew this would happen. Oh my god! So fun. my number eight is uh, Eternals. Uh, listen, I liked it. It's a good movie, uh, but of of everything, uh, 
upcoming it has the most flaws i mean i just there it has a lot of flaws it's a good movie but i mean the fact that i've only seen it once is uh pretty telling um when i saw my number two spot eight times so (laughs) okay so my my number eight ranking um again and jim said this in the chat (laughs) i do just have to specify this here None of these things on this list I hate. I still loved them all to some degree. It is just a thing of like, this year was so stacked with stuff that certain numbers had to fall the way that they did. And my num- number eight. No, God, no. Oh, no. Jamie, like, no. No. <laughs> my number eight is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There is still so much of that show that I enjoyed. There is a lot of it for character moments that I think are really good. It is just a thing. And I've realized in hindsight, I almost feel like it could have worked as a movie. So much of what it covers in the show feels kind of stretched along when you get to the end of it. And there's still so many threads of it that I don't know where they're going to end up. I don't know where Bucky's going, where evil Sharon Carter's going. Like so much of that is just kind of still kind of just left out there. Like I'm excited to see what's up for Sam Wilson. I love that he got this journey to be Captain America. And I love the fact that we even got a Sam and Bucky show. It's just not as strong as some of the other things on the list. His comment section is amazing. I know. I'm having to Jesus. I'm going to get watch, my feelings hurt in a minute. Watching Jenna's list is like the opposite feeling of like watching the NFL draft and like somebody who you thought was going to be a top pick keeps falling down. I'm watching Venom Let There Be Carnage continue to rise. And I'm like, what is going on? Uh, my number eight is, this is where my positive reviews start. Everything before number eight to me, I didn't enjoy Number eight is the first thing on my list that I would say gets a positive review, but this barely gets a positive review. My number eight is Eternals. Um, the exposition dump with all the Celestials, with that Celestial thing, was like longer than the Spider-Man fight scene in No Way Home. Uh, and it was a lot. Uh, the new characters were really cool, but there were a lot of them too, and it called for like an uneven amount of exploration of each. I love Makari. I didn't get enough of her. I loved Makari and Druig. I barely got any of that. Um, Thena was really cool in action sequences. Makari was really cool in action sequences. She really only had one. There was just a lot going on in that movie. Dane Whitman was really, really exciting. And um, it was just, it's the, 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 the minimum quality I can have to give it a good review, in my opinion. If you loved it, that's totally cool. I didn't love it. I thought it, I just kind of liked it. Number seven. Okay. So I'm going to join Jenna here. I have Falcon Winter Soldier at seven. Um, I, it's probably only this high because I never thought that I would see Isaiah Bradley on the screen. I never, never considered the first, I wish someone had a camera on me when it came into like Slack the day it got announced. Cause I was so jacked that, and like sort of seeing people get introduced to stuff like, uh, Henrietta Lacks or the Tuskegee experiment and stuff in the series is why it's so high for me because the stuff people need to know even outside of comic books, but I will agree that I, Jenna and Jim are correct in that, whoa, boy, if this had been a movie on its own, if it had been a two-hour and something movie instead of this series, it probably would have landed a lot better. Great point. I agree with you. My number seven is the same. Uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier, and I pretty much agree with uh, everything Aaron just said. I really, um, I loved, I loved uh, so much of this show, and, and, and I don't have a lot of negative things to say about it, but it did not have the same kind of, I need to watch it again, as so many other things on this list did. Um, Dancing Zemo, a t- highlight of the year. Um, and I love that we're getting into some some real some real shit with this one, but uh, but, you know, in a different year, maybe it would be higher, but 
Okay, so the chat can calm down. Number seven for me is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. (laughs) 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 I I have it ranked so high because we need more B-movies and more smaller scale kind of self-contained stupid stakes stupid characters in the in the comic book movie world <laughs> venom understands that assignment it is it is not a great movie by any stretch of the of the imagination but it is something i would be more willing to rewatch than a lot of movies and shows that i watched this year so i I don't know. I I just had fun watching it. And the experience of sitting there watching it in the theater was fun for me, even though it was bad. I love a lot of bad movies. So (laughs) I always like some of my favorite movies have like 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. If anyone's seen Mac and Me, that is one of my favorite movies. So it's this thing of just like, I enjoyed it for being a bad B movie that also understood the ridiculousness of 90s Venom comics and of just kind of going absolutely crazy with everything. So Venom's done. It's on my list. Everything above that, hopefully people won't hate me now. <laughs> venom, 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 seven, seven. Uh, we love you, Jenna. Just kidding. This is, listen, I'm, I know, this is what, I think this is hilarious, Jenna. I I, I think you're fantastic. Um, I think your Venom ranking is a little high. Uh, that's <laughs> I enjoyed um, it more than the other things that I have already ranked on the list. So that that's why it got a number seven for me. That's fair. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. Um, that, that, that's, this is why I thought this show was going to be so much fun. This is already exceeding my expectations. I thought the fun was going to start in like the top three. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful Jenna is here causing chaos early. Uh, number seven for me is also Falcon and Winter Soldier. Me wow. and just had that meeting today. Uh, I know. Excited, like, I think we're going to stop in the next round, but I do love how, how we're the same so far. It is interesting. I think that's pretty funny. Uh, but, and Aaron but just said, screw Black widow i'm dropping her number eight uh so but yeah sam wilson and bucky were great together they weren't even together in the first episode um it peaked in episode five and like a lot of the disney plus shows it had a weaker finale than some of its previous episodes the sharon carter twist it was fine like whatever okay um it like it wasn't bad it just wasn't memorable isaiah bradley was a really nice addition aaron already touched on that the new captain america suit was awesome the door melage being included was really cool but overall i thought i'm not really eager to rewatch this one it is what it is it happened. I don't. It, it, I liked it. It's 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 a good show overall. Uh, so that's all. That's all for me. Number six. We're almost to the top half here. <laughs> Number six. Just missing out on the top five is Eternals. Um, I actually really liked it, and it looks like I'm higher on this than y'all, which is interesting. And I felt like. I just remember the weeks and weeks of just chaos on this show of people having seen this movie and talking about this movie around us. And then, and I'm like, what could possibly be happening that this would be this divisive? And then I saw it like, oh, OK, yeah. So a lot of people really like it. Some people don't. I fall on the uh, I think what is scratched the itch for me is that there are so few of these phase four things where there is a group of people shouting stuff at each other, which you used to get all the time in the <laughs> Avengers movies and stuff like that. And I might have like had a little bit of Stockholm syndrome, like, oh, it feels like old times if I squint real hard. Camille and Johnny, can you put on Chris Evans's helmet and rock me to bed with your beard? Like, it'd be fine. <laughs> all right. And that's it for me. 
Oh, gosh. Um, I feel like this is going to seem low, my number six. But the reason why this is number six is because my two through five are basically a tie. So six is Shang-Chi for me. And uh, that is, I oh, look at Brandon's face. And that is because um, just in general, I'm not really a big origin story person. It's just not, I, I don't really like those. Um, I, I love the, the martial arts of this movie, but the second half is really like CGI creatures. That's not really my thing. Um, I, I, I really like the movie a lot, uh, but it's just not as much for me as the, the top five on my list are. Uh, so, uh, uh, but again, I love the movie. This is hard. This is a hard game. Jenna, you are saved. I know. I'm like, good Lord. Also, <laughs> to everyone who is like, oh, Jenna chose violence. I had a ranking and then Brandon was like, we're adding Venom to the list. And I was like, crap, I have to figure out where to put this. And that's why it <laughs> fell where it did. If we didn't have Venom, I feel like none of this would be as controversial as it is. Um, my number six, I'm kind of in the same agreement with Jamie, even though we don't have the same number six of the thing of, I, I feel bad that this is ranked so low because I enjoyed it, but there are other things that I liked more and it is Black Widow for my number six. It still is surreal that this movie exists. There's a lot of it that I love. I, I feel like it is very rewatchable. It was the thing of like, this is the first thing that we had post-pandemic movie in the MCU. And there was so much on it that it delivered. I do agree with Aaron of like, if this movie came out years ago, I feel like we would have loved it so much more. But I, I adored it for what it was. It's just other things on the list were higher. I trusted y'all. To think I trusted y'all. Uh, my number six is Hawkeye. Um, I really liked it. This is kind of like there's a there's a gap between nine and eight, and then there's another gap between seven and six on my list. I like Hawkeye quite a bit. Um, uh, I thought Haley Steinfeld is a great addition. She plays well with everybody, from Vera Farmiga and Tony Dalton to Jer uh, Jeremy Renner and Florence Pugh. I really loved everything Haley brought to Kate Bishop. Uh, the Kingpin surprise was cool, but it didn't really pay off that well. Like it was kind of like here he is, there he is. here's an intro, here's an outro. Um, Jack Duquesne, the world's favorite himbo. <laughs> Eleanor was predictably villainous. Uh, the arrow making the stunt arrows, the comic homages, the tracksuit mafia. Uh, I really enjoyed all those things. It's another case of the show being better than the finale. The finale was actually, though, I think probably one of the most on par with the rest of the show. I think the Hawkeye finale was pretty good. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, it, yeah, that's, those are all my comments. I liked Hawkeye quite a bit, uh, but still I liked my top five probably a bit more. I think you'll see, I could have interchanged six and five because I liked them both quite a bit, but overall weren't enough to crack the top four. And this is the order that which they shook out. And with that, we are, we are halfway through our rankings and we're about to take a minute here to, to take a break, regroup, pay the bills uh, and get into the top five. This is where it's going to get real hot. I can't believe we're already here. Jamie and Jenna, it's people whose names start with J's go to jail and phase zero. Uh, tell Jim we said hi during the break. We'll be right back uh, with the top with our top half of our MCU 2021 rankings. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
We are back. We're back. We're back. We're back. That was perfectly timed. I was sending <laughs> tweets to share the chaos with the social media. The chat is like calling you Brandon in. Davis because they're trying Ooh. to get you sent to jail too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What have I done wrong we've, here? We've apparently turned Layla into the Joker. So. <laughs> Layla, this is I Layla's villain era. so much. Just so we're clear. Just so we are crystal clear, Layla's list will also be on today's show because she is a celebrity guest who has been on Phase Zero. So everybody will get their shot at Layla as well. But we encourage you to be uh, nice to Layla. She's a great person and we, she's become all of our best friends. Also, Cam Hayward's list. Cam is in the chat right now. We have Cam Hayward's list coming up on the show. We have Jim Jail Self Viscardi coming up. We also have Richard's rankings. We have Matthew Barry's rankings. We got some celebrity guests. Johnny Gargano, I think I already said that. Uh, a, a lot of celebrity rankings that are going to come up later in the show. But we're in the top five. Episode 51 is burning the world down. We are continuing. Oh my gosh, this is fun. I'm having fun. Aaron, Good luck, buddy. You're not the, the first one of your top half. I can't believe that this, we thought this wasn't going to be spicy. This I is know. hilarious. This is oh, super this funny. Is this is great. Okay, at five, I have Loki. Wow. Yeah, and I, I don't. I, I didn't feel good about any of this. I have PTSD <laughs> from anything with the word draft in it for being from Cleveland. Uh, and uh, I really love you, Tom Hiddleston. I know you live in the internet, so you'll see this wherever you are. Uh, and I I miss Owen Wilson, and I hope we see Mobius sooner rather than later. Mobius. And yeah, this is gonna be really difficult. I, this is all just vibes. None of this is science. It's all just like ah, that's how that's how I felt at that moment, you know. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I don't want to reveal my number five, you guys. I'm going to get so much shit for this. And I just want, just before I say what it is, I just need to explain it. First of all, as I've said, and I will say eight more times today, that my five through two are basically tied. It was really hard to choose. I choose the, the I chose this five because I've seen it the least. And, oh my God. Okay. I just want to reiterate that if you look at my... Venom? If you look at, no, that's I'm the least. Oh, of oh out of, oh, 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 oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, <laughs> if you look at my top films of the year, I put this as the, my third favorite movie of the year, but I, I, there was a lot of good TV. So this on this list, be, number five controversy. is Spider-Man. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo. Oh my I loved it. I loved wow. it. I, again, my third favorite movie of I'm the saying. year. Of the year. Wow. Uh, but, the comment but. section is wild right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Unsubscribe to the don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's one of the best movies ever. It's just in the purposes of this list, it had to go there. The, the carnage. Let there be carnage on today's show. Number five. Wow. I'm shocked. Why do you think uh, just is this? It's your highest ranked. Oh, no. You've, no. you've Black Widow ranked higher than this. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, Jamie, I have questions, but I don't even know, like, how to verbalize them. I know. Again, I want to, I just can't stress enough that, like, if I could have done this my way, two through five would have been a straight to cross tie. But, um, wow. that's do you not think, what I got to do. Is it, like, oh my, oh my gosh. Well, we need, can we talk spoilers for Spider-Man? Like, yes. chat. I know like Brandon Moore is in the chat and I know he hasn't seen it yet. And I'm a huge fan of Indigo 15 and I don't want to like ruin it for him. I just like, 
it was it the kind of like because I have my criticisms of that film. Still loved it more than number five. So was it I like kind of the- criticisms? It's just oh. that it, it it has to do with my love for the first four, and also okay, okay, I've okay. only seen it twice uh, because I wanted to see it a third time. But we're basically in another lockdown. I'm gonna start crying. I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm shocked. Okay, all right. Listen, hey, that's. That's your list. You stick to it. Um, <laughs> Jenna, I mean, you're safe. You're I, no matter what you say here. <laughs> I'm like, I got my controversial pick out of the way. Like uh, Jamie wow. just like dropped a bomb and walked away. Oh my goodness. My number five is Shang-Chi. I agree with Jamie. It is basically a thing of like everything in the top five, really the top six. It's like, I love these things just to varying degrees. Shang-Chi is like so well executed. Simu is amazing. Destin did such a great job directing it. I still cannot believe we have like giant dragons and kaiju in the MCU. That is just very cool. It is just a thing where I, Shang-Chi is one of the corners of comic lore that I am like more, less familiar with. And so my, love and excitement for seeing it on the screen was still very high. It's just, it was higher for other things. So it's at number five because of just by process of elimination here. The two of you, the betrayal <laughs> I, I, between the two of you, I'm you, so you hurt. You provoked this. This is, this is <sighs> what you're doing. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. My heart can't take it anymore. We need to stop the show. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, my number five, um, Oh God, do I make a joke here or do I just drop my number five? It's, it's, uh, it's Black Widow. And uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. That's the last one. We're leaving those in 2021. Uh, I loved Black Widow. I really, really liked it a lot. I think I could have switched Black Widow and Hawkeye um, because I liked them both quite a bit. And like I said, there's a substantial gap in seven and six, and then there's going to be another gap between five and four for me. Uh, maybe I just loved Black Widow so much because it was that exciting return to MCU movies. Uh, but I loved Red Guardian, Melina, Yelena. They were all brilliant. I thought Taskmaster was whack. Like it, when I saw the movie the first time, I was like, I really enjoy how Taskmaster ties up that Easter egg from the Avengers. It ties up Natasha's story. Uh, but then I thought about it more and I was just like, this real, like the disrespect, they massacred our boy, Tony Masters. I didn't really care for Taskmaster that much after thinking about it more, but it still fits this movie. So I'm trying, I don't really hold it too much against it. Um, Black Widow fighting Dracov, smashing her nose on the desk was insane. I thought that was a hell of a moment. It was so gritty, probably the grittiest thing we've seen in the MCU in a while, like, like the non daredevil MCU. Um, and uh, a lot of like the Disney plus shows, I thought the finale kind of went off the rails a bit uh, in its own way. But not in, like I thought the CGI when they were parachuting was pretty tough. The red room falling from the sky was a lot, um, and it it, it 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 that seemed to be a trend this year with all Marvel content. Um, but the post credit scenes, the payoff of Val, Natasha's emotional payoff, getting that conclusion uh, like closure was really nice. I I thought it was really nice to see kind of like this felt like a tribute to Black Widow that was long overdue. And we all kind of needed closure. I make jokes because I hide the pain. Um, I'm actually quite upset that they killed Black Widow and she was not in the final act of Endgame. Um, that really, ups- I really don't like that. But th- this movie felt like it was what we needed to, to kind of get closure for her and introduce Yelena, who was a great addition to the MCU. So that's, that's that. You could have switched Hawkeye and Black Widow for me. I liked them both quite a bit. Um, gosh, we have made some enemies today. If anything, wow. blame Kevin Feige for putting out so much stuff in one year. <laughs> it's like we have to choose here. Is. This is Damn a you, Kevin. situation. So it's it's more than enough, Kevin. <laughs> All right. We have we have cracked the top four. We have cracked the top four. Oh boy. Aaron, 
The disrespect right. to Loki already happened. Yeah, um, I'm the only person with Hawkeye already. out here already. And I feel fine about that because Spider-Man is on somebody's list. <laughs> I, I was really, really afraid at the adverse reactions. And then Jamie did that. And now I can live my life. I can live my life free <laughs> and fancy free because, wow. Woo, boy. Uh, so at number four, I have Shang-Chi, right? And I really, I grew up in a TV, more TV oriented household. So these TV shows grabbed me a little bit more. And I loved all the interplay with it. I enjoyed all of it. Like, like JV said, I don't even like doing these rankings because you're putting yourself out there, but something has to be four. And that's what's at number four. Simu Liu, friend of the show, never coming back. My goodness. Wow. Wow. I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised the three of you have Shang-Chi up there. Uh, so well, low on your lists. Um, Aaron's list. I started out very much in agreement with Aaron. Uh, and then uh, we've kind of, we've kind of descended into madness here. It was a good year. It was. I, listen, that's, that's also the thing. I, I hope uh, no, I don't, I'm not explaining anything our lists are our lists and we're standing by them Can interpret you imagine, them as though, you if will one of us had put like what if at number two or something like the chaos then we have jim viscardi back on the show because i don't even I, I actually haven't looked at jim's list well I, I that's a lie i made the graphic for jim's list but i don't remember any of it i just kind of put everything where it belongs and i'm very excited to shame jim viscardi later uh, in the show when we get to the celebrity, <laughs> celebrity uh, uh, rankings. All right, all right. Number four, continuing. Jamie Drake. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, again, it's all the same. Four is Hawkeye, which was really hard for me to put as four because in a different year, it would have been number one. And it's going to be this, something that I watch every year for the rest of my life. But like Spider-Man, I've only seen it twice. And so uh, that, that played a factor. But I did this week do a one sitting binge, which was amazing. And I highly recommend it. I love it. I've literally not, I gave it five stars. I have not a single negative thing to say about it. Uh, but that's just the real, I, I'm so deflated. You guys. Jack Duquesne supremacy. I, my pick is the same as Jamie's number four is Hawkeye for me. Um, it is a thing of like, it is ranked so high on my list because I'm a huge Kate Bishop stan. It was, it was still so surreal. The idea of her being in live action, much less being played by Haley Steinfeld. And I think there's a lot that the show does so well. It, it feels like exactly the kind of show it needs to be. I know the finale, I need to really revisit the finale because it feels like there was so much that it, it did that both worked for the show, but also felt like I still wanted a little bit more, but I still can't believe we have a Hawkeye show. I can't believe we have Kate and Lucky and Kingpin and all of these elements that are in the MCU in the way that they are. So that's why it's at number four for me. All right. That's fair. I, 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 I agree. I think people in the comment section are saying Hawkeye could have been longer. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think Hawkeye is the only show that could have benefited. Like, I think, like, I think Adam Barnhart tweeted this, that Netflix is kind of obsessed with stretching things to 13 episodes, which is too long. Disney yeah. plus does them in six episodes, which, which is too short. And I think Hawkeye could have benefited from being in that eight episode area. Absolutely. Uh, and I, oh, that would have only made it better. I think Hawkeye was, uh, it's one of those that it came together really fast at the end with Kingpin and then just kind of, I find that interesting. It's an interesting trend in the Disney plus shows this year that like they, they save these big surprise things that sometimes become a real sharp turn from the main plot for the finale. Um, and that's probably what would have happened in WandaVision if Dr. Strange showed up mm-hmm. like in a sense. And they didn't do that in WandaVision, but Loki, Hawkeye, 
Um, and and I th- are those the only ones that did it? I mean, what if, uh, what if we don't talk about that? Uh, my number four is Loki. I have Loki in the number four spot. This was really tough for me between four and three. Uh, I, this is where the loved it a lot starts for me is four. Um, I love Loki start to finish. I think my only criticism is the time and the timeline bombing that ended the premiere didn't go anywhere at all. And maybe that's just because we all built up so many crazy theories. Everybody who was with us on phase zero back then remembers uh, what it was like for us to start talking about how, oh, this could be like that episode of what if, and this could be in Doctor Strange. And then it was nothing. Um, The finale uh, was a pretty deep cut. If you're not a comic book reader or like listener to this show or reader on comicbook.com, if you're not kind of tuned into the conversation, I think Jonathan Majors coming into the show and that finale was probably very confusing for a lot of people. I loved it. Wasn't really confusing for me uh, because I, because I love this stuff. And I thought Jonathan Majors ate up the apple and the scenery. Um, (laughs) It was amazing to meet Kang. Sylvia and Loki were super fun to watch, even if their love story was kind of weird. We had a lady Sif cameo, frog Thor, a bazillion Easter eggs. Owen Wilson as Mobius was fantastic. Who would have thought? Wow. I love Loki. No doubt about it. And also I got to shout out the music of Loki was so good. Mm-hmm. The the score for Loki was brilliant. And I, I, there's one thing that left, uh, that put my number three ahead of Loki. And I, I had like, a, I was thinking about it and um, I'll explain that when I reveal my number three, but yeah, Loki, Loki was a good show. I thought Loki was a super fun era too on social media and online. Like the discussion around Loki was the only thing that topped Loki for discussion online was WandaVision. Like, I don't think, I mean, Spider-Man, I think obviously Spider-Man caught quite a buzz online. But the conversation, the week-to-week discussion about Loki and the theories and everything was a lot of fun. And it's also the only one that actually paid off any of our theories, which was nice because our theories are fantastic, if I do say so myself. Okay, I'm done rambling. <laughs> <laughs> Loki was good, okay. all right? It was. It was. Uh, man, Jesus, this is difficult. Um, To start the top three off, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jamie. Uh, WandaVision is at three. And I, I love... Love, love, love it, but I don't know if it's better, but I love it more than what I have, in, at, at least in the second spot. I do because it was such an integral part of the year. Like, you can't really tell 2021 without it, but I have to put like my personal stuff to the side, I suppose. I'm gonna go buy a WandaVision shirt from Target later as penance. <laughs> <laughs> Please send me pictures of it, I would love that. Um, <laughs> Oh gosh, uh, my number three is uh, is Loki. Uh, it was really hard to choose between Loki and Hawkeye. Um, they're both five stars for me. Um, Loki. The reason why I put Loki higher is because uh, it's so different and original. Like Hawkeye is like comfort food. It's something, but it's it's something we've you know we we have a lot of similar content. Loki was romantic and weird, and we got by Loki, which is you know a dream come true. Uh, and uh, and I wore my Christmas sweater in honor of uh, in honor of that ranking. <laughs> Nice, nice. Okay, all right, all right. I'm not gonna. I can't. I, I'll. I, I. I like that pick. Even. All right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in the same boat. My number three is Loki. Um, <clears throat> I do agree with what Brandon said. It is. It was such a fun era to be a part of. Kind of just in the MCU fandom. I think the theorizing week to week and just the payoff of Easter eggs and just the the way that it dealt with a certain era of comics and like a certain degree of storytelling that is precisely my type of thing it's like the stuff that i 
have such a fondness for of the weird time travel-y frog Thor kind of crazy Easter egg sort of stuff. It met all of that in so many fun ways. Um, again, like Jamie said, this is like a five out of five show for me. I, I enjoyed so much of it. There's a couple of things I didn't like, but at the end, the larger picture of it all is just so much fun. I'm excited to see what season two is. And so, yeah, it's number three for me. Also, shout out to Kate Heron for doing a great job. Absolutely. Loki. Yeah. That continuous shot, at the, was it the end of episode two or three? When they're, right. it's kind of the, the apocalypse on uh, yeah. Atlantis yeah. or whatever. whatever that Lamentis. Planet, Lamentis. Lamentis one. Yeah. Uh, that was such a, a tremendous shot and well put together. Tom Hiddleston did such a brilliant job acting in that show. I yeah. think Loki really deserves some praise, but Aaron doesn't, but the rest of us do. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> uh, I just, well, yeah, I wanted to shout out the team behind Loki. I thought it was brilliant. My number three, um, you know, um, oh boy. My number three is the most fun fandom event in TV form of the year. It's WandaVision. Um, it's, it's in number three for me. I loved WandaVision. Uh, it was the best moment. It was just such a brilliant moment uh, for the fandom. It was a super fun conversation every single week. Um, it was the biggest Marvel moment of the year until Spider-Man. Uh, the fandom being alive all hours of the night made this show super enjoyable um, I think it maybe for me, it was a victim of myself and our conversations kind of setting expectations it, really crazy high and building up our own headcanon. But ultimately, regardless of how you feel about that, it did give us Ralph Boner in the finale. Um, and so that was kind of whack. But that's pretty much my only jab at that show. thought it was the most creative, ambitious, innovative Marvel thing that they've done. Um and the difference maker between this and Loki was the fact that WandaVision had such a defining moment in giving us the line of what is grief, if not love, persevering. And that's something that has stuck with me. And I think that was such a great moment. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a testament to the writing. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen's performance, Paul Betty's performance, the musical choices in WandaVision, the conversation on WandaVision. It hit at the right time. It was really fun. Everything was great, except how Evan Peters was included. <laughs> in the series and this is another one i think wandavision as a whole was better than its finale the finale was okay it was fine uh, i haven't revisited it in in months but i think the week-to-week -week episodes like the one that started with monica in the blip was amazing like it was just brilliant and then the finale felt like it didn't live up to the rest of the show even though it was okay so wandavision is my number three um I see some folks who agree and some people who hate me. Oh, the aerospace engineer. Um, who was talking about that? Was people, were people talking about the air? Was there a theory? I don't know what that is. Never heard of it. Um, so we're just going <laughs> to move, move along. Uh, we are into the top two here. And um, Jim, I'm not letting anything go except your jail key. All right. He's putting a whole <laughs> army in the chat. Like he's he's basically starting a cult at this point. Heckin' aerospace oh. engineers. Wandavision <laughs> was a hell. We're gonna, we're gonna recap a bit of Wandavision after this. I don't want to spend too much time on it because it, clearly two people have it higher, and there's a lot to praise about it. And I'm gonna let you to do that when you get to it. Um, but yeah, Wandavision was great, and uh, I can't believe we're in the top two. Who? Okay, so Aaron still has Spider Man, and what else is? Uh, what does Aaron not, not have on his list yet? Oh, well, just let, let the oh, reveal my. happen. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm, try, hold on. I'm just trying to see. I'm, I'm just trying to guess here. I, I got Shang-Chi and Spider-Man to talk about. 
Jenna has Spider Man, and I, I like hold. Okay, all right, all right, fine, all right, fine. <laughs> just, just trust all the right. process. Just let it happen. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Aaron, your number two pick, which will simultaneously reveal your number one pick. Um, yeah, but we're just going to start uh, with number two, and then we'll explain number one talk. after. Okay, go ahead. Good luck, soldier. So this, the, a lot of this stuff, I guess this year, I, I said in our wrap up for Golden Issues, which the wonderful Jenna Anderson helped coordinate for comicbook.com. Go read all those things. The, the good stuff from this year. Don't focus on being angry at our list, please. Go read some positive content <laughs> and help the site. Um, but I said the, uh, the running theme of phase four has been identity and legacy, right? And there's been the, uh, a powerful idea that you can't live two lives. You should be careful what you wish for when you have a, a dual identity. And for that reason, at number two, I have Clint Barton suffering the consequences of being wrong. Oh, wow. uh, I'm not going to do that to y'all. Wow. Why would I do that? Why would I do that and incur all this wrath from these people? What's wrong oh with y'all? I enjoyed Hawkeye. I care so much yes. more about Clint Barton now. Yelena's wonderful. Just have Florence Pugh show up for one of these Disney Plus episodes, no matter what it is, whether it matches or not, whether it's, whether it's just her. If it's, she's not even a character, she's just in a coat somewhere. Wow. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, yeah, I see all y'all are scared. Woo, y'all thought I was going to no. get y'all. What? No kidding. <laughs> I, I honestly, st- that Hawkeye. was a was tremendous bait and switch on the reveal. That said, Hawkeye number two, that's, that's, that's high praise. I love that. That's, that's high praise. I said it was right. good. I said it was going to be the best one of these like three or four episodes ago. And I was like, I haven't changed. <laughs> Yo, everybody changed. at the beginning of the year, don't lie. What if aside, everybody mm-hmm. was like, Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Hawkeye oh, yeah. came along. It was like, yeah, Hawkeye. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkeye. Okay, this is the, this is the moment I've been dreading. <clears throat> uh, my number two. Uh, listen, you guys, Spider-Man No Way Home is a better movie. It's a better movie. I'm not saying it's not. It is better. But the thing is, Black Widow is so my shit. Uh, I am someone who, I mean, my favorite my favorite Marvel movie is Winter Soldier. I'm such a sucker for Mission Impossible movies. I watched Mission Impossible Fallout more than probably any other movie this year. I, I just love spy shit like that. It's my jam. And it's a spy shit with Florence Pugh for two hours. Uh, I, I just... I love it. And so, oh, Black Widow is number two. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and you can hate me for it. I, again, I want to say for the 10th time, Spider-Man's a better movie. But yeah. I didn't watch Spider-Man eight times. I watched Black Widow eight times. And I will continue to do that uh, until I die. Because it's just my kind of, I like I like that kind of thing. I like spy, fun, uh, action. I like when things blow up. And um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I really love explosions. Um and uh, that's where I'm at. So you really I'm so do sorry. Like I'm not looking at the comments anymore because, because I don't need that. Uh, in my I was life. about to say, speaking of blowing up the comment section. <laughs> hey, I, I love Black Widow, so I'm not shaming you at all. And also, I don't think you need to defend your, your list or your choice. It's your list. And I, I, I'm proud of you for for, <laughs> for, you. for, for, put, for finding a way to make an order out of all these things you love this year. I'm so sorry for <laughs> making you do it. Um, all right. All right. 
Jenna, you're number two. Okay, so my number two and my number one feel like two sides of the same coin. It is, it's a thing where I almost put this one at number one, but I didn't want it to be purely recency bias. I wanted to take into account like the anticipation and the community aspect of just being in the MCU fandom when these things came out. I think my number two pick, it is still the best experience I've ever had in a movie theater in terms of just being in a crowd of people reacting to things it is still a movie that i cannot believe exists much less as good as it is and i i'm already making plans to go see it again next weekend for like the fourth time i love it so much it is just a thing of i love it also in part because we've had mcu installments over the course of the year that haven't always been perfect and then this movie ended up being perfect so spider-man no way home is my number two i respect it i respect it um Anybody have any commentary on that before we move on? <laughs> I just think it's a just fair choice. Share, share your pick. Share your pick. My number two. I love an origin story. Everybody knows I love an origin story. Um, I love when we get new characters in the MCU. Um, I think I love a talented cast. And for that reason, um, my number two is one of the completion of one of the coolest origin stories in the MCU, <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I think Spider-Man No Way Home, it delivered everything we wanted it to, but it also delivered everything we expected it to. Uh, I love the movie, even with like, it has slight little plot conveniences and holes we can poke in it, which you can listen to at length on our Spider-Man No Way Home bonus episode, which is available now on all major podcast platforms. Um, <laughs> And like, I think that the leaks maybe somewhat hindered my experience and stopped me from loving this even more. Watching it in the theater was an absolute blast. I don't really know what could have made it better, but I do feel like something maybe could have been that missing 0.5 out of 10. Um, it's my number two of the year. I love Spider-Man No Way Home. Everyone thinks I hate it because it's not number one. <laughs> Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molina slipped right back into character. It was brilliant. It was great to have all the Spider-Mans back. One Spider-Man stole the show. It was Andrew Garfield. And uh, it just felt like a really fulfilling origin story. Like emotionally, it was great. Um, it paid off Peter's story in the MCU and it started hopefully a really cool new chapter and it really understood Spider-Man from comics uh, and, 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 and like what Spider-Man stands for by the end of it. So I really enjoyed that. The new suit looks like it's going to be pretty cool when we get a better shot of it. The, maybe the only thing that could have made this better was if that last shot over Rockefeller Center was actually tied to Hawkeye that would that's what Marvel Comics would have done and that would have been that's just tough to pull off with rights and legalities and everything but Spider-Man No Way Home was a brilliant movie a tremendous experience it is my number two movie of the year uh or number two Marvel movie of the year and um yeah so uh all right Andrew Garfield Supremacy we're on the way we're on number one now it's just time to explain ourselves Aaron what you got well I had to go get my uh my jacket so I could be your resident cool youth pastor to give y'all the sermon about Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, I think that it's my number one for most obvious reasons. Thank you, chat. Y'all y'all went like a seesaw and then once it all came through, you're like, oh, thank you, Aaron, so much. I appreciate it. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it is I, I truly as everything was circling around this movie, and we learn more and more about it. I got really, really afraid. I, I think there was a real reason to be very, very skeptical slash very, very concerned about the disparate elements of that movie. And they managed to pull it off. 
And that is crazy. It is amazing. When, from the first murmurs of this is going to be into the Spider-Verse, but in live action, I was like, I, I don't know, man. How could it possibly? How could it possibly ever even touch? And it really is affecting. It's really, really emotional in ways I didn't think so. I think it vindicates MCU's Peter in a lot of ways and sheds him of a lot of the stuff that people just don't like or that they took issue with or they didn't feel matched the character. You got all the feel good from the stuff from the past just coming back. So if you're like, you know, it's it's the it's the film equivalent of what it must have felt like early this year to hear CM Punk's music hit AW when he came back to wrestling. You're like, holy crap, it's 2006 again. I'm in my mom's duvet cover. She's making like uh, pizza rolls. Everything is right in the world. Nothing's on fire. Like, it's just good. So nobody I, had an I, issue. I, nobody had an issue with how easy it was for Ned to do magic. Like that when stuff it's, happens in comics all the time. Like I said on our spoiler episode, it is just a thing that just... Sometimes those like little plot things just perfectly work themselves out. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I just have to defend why it's number two and not number one on my list. Again, I'm saying that as it is also my number two, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Spider Man. Even though I loved it and have no complaints, I'm still going to be treated <laughs> like I hate it. So. <laughs> Jamie, why do you hate Tom Holland? Right? right? I know. This is guy is such an you. asshole. Oh. Is this me? Is it my yeah, turn? Number, you're number one. Go ahead. What? Well, I think we're, we've been I waiting we all, all year. Listen, obviously, my number one is WandaVision. I don't think anyone's surprised about that. Um, I, I genuinely feel like this is the greatest thing Marvel's ever done, and 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 you know, and it's because for me, it's just nothing has ever been more catered for me in my life. I mean, uh, Elizabeth Olsen's my favorite actor. Uh, Scarlet Witch is my favorite Marvel character. Uh, Catherine Hahn is one of my favorite actors. And to make her a friggin' crazy witch, uh, I, I love TV. I love sitcoms. It's, it's how I grew up. I grew up on classic sitcoms, and uh, and to see it to see it create done so weird and uh, and put together like that. I've just never, I've just never seen anything like this in my life. It's just creative and crazy. And, um, and, and I, and I don't know, I feel like I would feel this way, even if it was a different, not my favorite character starring in it. Um, but the fact that it is my favorite character, I mean, you guys, I already have two WandaVision tattoos. I mean, what, what, what did you expect? Uh, I, I just, I can't say enough. This was my favorite thing about the whole year. Uh, and, uh, uh, I'm sorry that no one respects me anymore, but I, I don't think anyone's going to argue that this is a number one worthy list spot. Um, so, Jay, I just want to let you know, Eleanor just texted me and she said, Jamie is right and she should say it. So, Thank you, um, Eleanor. Well. <laughs> she's, she's, I've gotten a lot of texts during the show from friends who are watching and they're really enjoying it. But Eleanor was like, Jamie's right and she should say it. I, like, this, I, Jamie's got a point because WandaVision was the most fun moment of the year. Like the Spider-Man trailer leak in day and stuff was a blast. Like Twitter lit up for that. But WandaVision was eight weeks or, or six weeks of just fun conversations and it was it was awesome so jenna uh, i'm gonna toss it to you for number one go ahead piggybacking off of what both of you just said my number one is wandavision for a lot of that same exact reason i think after endgame not counting far from home which i almost argue should have been set before endgame or should have come out before endgame but it was this thing of like post endgame 
I kind of was left wondering. It's like, I know the MCU is going to keep going. I know we're going to have some sort of new evolution into phase four. I have no idea what that's going to look like. WandaVision showcased the potential of what the MCU could be going forward. And it didn't always do it perfectly. I agree with like the Ralph Boner of it all, the aerospace engineer of it all. I think the as much as I liked the fourth episode, it still wasn't 100% perfect. But just the experience of watching it and of just being part of the Marvel community after a year and a half of really nothing that we had had was just unparalleled. Like there was nothing else like that experience. We're never going to get anything like that again. And so it just feels so distinct and like such a lightning rod moment in the MCU and just in like superhero fiction, just in general. Yeah, it was, it was like, we were staying up to watch it. That was the only show. Actually, I stayed up to watch the Loki finale, but that was the only show that had me staying up till midnight to watch it. Uh, no matter what, no matter which week it was, WandaVision was a moment. I hope we get back to that at some point. It was so mm-hmm. fun. It was also just like people were still home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people were still working from home. People still are. We are. Here we are. But <laughs> more people were still working from home and just watching it in the morning before sending kids to school or having kids at home from school. And uh, it was a moment that hit at the right time. And WandaVision was an era that I, it's going to be hard to top. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, my number one of the year. Uh, th- this is this is just I f- I think my favorite and the best movie that Marvel the Marvel Cinematic Universe has put out, um, and it's Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, uh, my only my only criticism here is similar to my criticism of Black Widow uh, that there was a big kind of CGI battle at the end, and I really loved the grounded kung fu nature of it, like the bus fight. I was sitting on my seat giddy watching that bus fight. Um, I think it, it's it was very cool though when I watched the, the the third act again in IMAX. I appreciated it a lot more. Uh, I thought it looked really cool. Uh, I love Shang Chi as a character. I love the family dynamic that drove the movie. I thought the characters and their dynamics uh, together were brilliant. Zhai Ling was a brilliant new addition to the MCU. Wenwu was a tremendous villain. Um, it went to really unexpected places when it went to like a different universe. I was like, whoa, this is uh, this is bigger and and having more impact on the MCU than maybe any of us would have thought. Um, The cleanup and damage control for something I didn't really like about Iron Man three, which I otherwise do like as a movie was a nice inclusion. Uh, The opening scene where Wenwu and Ying Ying Li are are, are sparring and dancing. The music was great. It was shot gorgeous. Bill Pope who shot the matrix shot this movie and added the Kung Fu behind the camera as well. Uh, I thought that was really nice. Um, we got Abomination. We got Wong. Like this movie had it all for me. I love Shang Chi, uh, and I, I, it's the most I've liked a, a, a one-off origin story movie since Iron Man, uh, and, I, and I love Iron Man. So, yeah, there's there's uh, there, it's also of, of all ten things on this list. Maybe besides Wandavision, Shang Chi is the one that I want to see the characters again the most. Uh, I really want to see Wanda and where she goes. I really want to see Andrew Garfield Spider Man again. <laughs> but uh, Shang Chi and Jai Ling and and I don't know maybe somehow Wen Wu. But I'd I'd be fine if that's it for Wen Wu. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was really uh, a a good movie with great post credit scenes, a great story. Ben Kingsley was in it as the comment section just reminded me. Um, it was great. I was entertained and I thought it had the best action. It was so cool. So yeah, that's my list. Um, uh, call me a madman for that. Shang Chi was was my favorite movie from Marvel this year. Uh, Jenna's list is getting love from Sparks. All right, everybody in the comment section, go ahead and let us know who has your favorite list while we tear each other apart. Uh, but no, this was fun. This, this was more fun. I've been looking forward to this episode for a long time. Uh, also, Shang-Chi had the one of like the, before the dance, like with, with Wenwu and um, 
and his wife, the scene with him riding the horse into battle in the castle using the Ten Rings, like it just came out swinging. The movie was great. Y'all are crazy for having it so low on your lists. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> I'm just watching the chat blow up because they, they're they on like 20 different conversations right now. I, I really was looking forward to being made to feel so bad today. So I'm just like, <laughs> thank you all so much. Uh, doesn't matter how many times I have to say I think Spider-Man's better than Black Widow. Uh, I'm still like lost all credibility today. So I'm, uh, Brandon, thank you for that. Well, no, exactly how I wanted it. Here's the thing. I want to, I, I think maybe this was, uh, we could have, we could have, Put a disclaimer. I texted okay. everybody before the show and I said, you can rank these however you want. If you want to explain your rankings, go for it. You're not necessarily, we're not net ranking these like as critics saying like, this is the best movie. This yeah. is our favorite movie. Like, and I think that's a difference. I think Infinity War is a better movie than Endgame. I had more fun watching Endgame in a theater. I thought Endgame was one of the best theatrical experiences. Infinity War is a better movie. Winter Soldier is a better movie than both. I still prefer watching Infinity War and Endgame. So it's it's all kind of to, to your taste. It's what your favorite was. And that's kind of what I told everybody to do. We ranked this how we wanted to rank it. And uh, yeah, that's uh, it's it's. Uh, but I do love seeing the people like my list. That's it's, thank you. Please continue, continue, continue. Um, and if you're listening in podcast form, um, here, let's just go just for everybody who's in podcast form and can't see this visually, Aaron, if you want to just go 10 through one, read your list one time, and then we'll go through it and then we'll switch to the celebrity picks just so everybody in podcast form who forgot our rankings, uh, as okay. they were spread out over the course of an hour. Got it. So at number 10, I have Venom, Let There Be Carnage. At number nine, I have What If. At number eight, I have Black Widow. At seven, we had the Falcon and Winter Soldier. At six, we had Eternals. Five, Loki. Four, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Three, WandaVision. Two, Hawkeye. And one, of course, Spider-Man No Way Home. All right, Jamie, go ahead. Maybe do this again. All right, we got Venom, What If, Eternals, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Shang-Chi, Spider-Man, Hawkeye, Loki, Black Widow, WandaVision. <laughs> that was like, like auctioneer voice. Sold! I can't believe you're making me have to say Venom again. Um, number 10, <laughs> What If. Number nine, Eternals. Number eight, Falcon Winter Soldier. Number seven, Venom Let There Be Carnage. Number six, Black Widow. Number five, Shang-Chi. Number four, Hawkeye. Number three, Loki. Number two, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number one, WandaVision. And my number 10 is Venom Let There Be Carnage, where it belongs. Number nine is What If. Number eight is Eternals. <laughs> number seven, Falcon Winter Soldier. Number six, Hawkeye. Number five, Black Widow. Number four, Loki. Number three, WandaVision. Number two, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number one, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, wow, that, this was fun. Honestly, this was so much fun. I can't wait to one day do a full MCU rankings show. It's going to be full chaos. Actually, I'm, I'm like getting itchy just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm going to have to like go into hiding. I'm going to yeah. go into witness yeah. protection after yeah. that. That's going to be like right when my last day at comicbook.com is coming <laughs> yeah. up and I'm never going to be a public like personality ever again. Mm -hmm. I'm just that's that's I am dropping that and going to my bunker and <laughs> shaving my beard. So none of you know what I look like. Um, all right. <laughs> now we have a couple of uh, other lists to get to really quickly. Uh, these are from folks who did not make it onto the show today richard if you could pull up the lists here uh we have, we have our first graphic which i believe has jim jail self escardi's list on it the Layla. entire chat is just like release the gym list they're so excited <laughs> here is your jim biscardi list it's crazy he, I, he told me he wanted to stick moon knight on here twice yeah <laughs> um without just based on the four seconds of footage from disney plus day but jim has venom 
in its rightful place at number 10. Eternals number nine. Jim Viscardi has Eternals number nine, everybody. Make sure you chat him up about that. Uh, what if ahead of Eternals number eight, Loki number seven, Black Widow number six, Falcon and Winter Soldier number five, Spider-Man No Way Home number four. Jim. What? Oh, thank you, wow. Jim. Wow. Uh, Hawkeye, number three, Shang-Chi, number two, and WandaVision, number one. We also have Layla's list here. Layla has been a phase zero listener from the beginning. Layla is a has been a guest of the show. Um, I believe she asked Kari Skoglund a, qu- a question, and she also got to meet Tom Holland, Zendaya, and Jacob Batalon. Uh, we love Leia, uh, Layla. Uh, and Princess Leia. Uh, Venom, <laughs> Let There Be Carnage, number 10, Taste. What If, number eight, uh, nine. Loki, number eight. Hmm. Ooh. Hawkeye, number seven. Hmm. The Falcon of the Winter Soldier, number six. Black Widow, number five. Eternals, number four. Shang-Chi, number three. WandaVision, number two. And Spider-Man, No Way Home, number one. Layla wants to explain herself. I saw a comment earlier. Um, we don't have a way to bring Layla on the show today, <laughs> but... Uh, Layla, go, if you want to tweet your explanation, we will fully support it. Uh, people are supporting your list. People are enjoying it. I see some comment section showing love for Layla. Um, number, you remember Johnny Gargano was on the show about 600 years ago. <laughs> um, number 10. Wow. Oh boy. At Johnny Gargano is about to be buried. Number 10, Eternals. Uh, number nine, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Number eight, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Number seven, Black Widow. This list is wild. Number six, Hawkeye. Number five, What If? Wow. Uh, Number four, Shang-Chi. Number three, Loki. Number two, WandaVision. Number one, Spider-Man. Kind of got it together towards the end there, but Johnny Gargano has uh, that. The Wow, that's um, that's quite a list. And Soups. You guys remember Soups was on the show? Unsurprisingly, all 10 are Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> uh, number 10, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Number nine, What If? Number eight, The Falcon, The Winter Soldier. Number seven, Black Widow. Number six, Hawkeye. Number five, Eternals. Number four, WandaVision. Number three, Loki. Number two, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Number one, Spider-Man No Way Home. Soups is the only person so far who has put Loki ahead of WandaVision. Um, And I don't remember these next three lists, but uh, I think that's an interesting choice. Soups, let's go. Uh, And we have one more graphic that we're going to run through. Richard, if you can just cut to the next one. Richard, your list is here. (laughs) Number 10, What If? Number nine, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Number eight, Eternals. Number seven, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Number six, Loki. Number five, Black Widow. Number four, Shang-Chi. Number three, Hawkeye. Number two, WandaVision. Number one, Spider-Man. Matthew Barry did not watch everything this year. You'll notice a trend. He got really busy when football season started. He's ESPN's (laughs) fantasy football guy, and his his ranking pretty much stops halfway through the year. Number five, Falcon, Winter Soldier. Number four, Black Widow. Number three, Loki. Number two, Shang-Chi. Number one, WandaVision. I think he's fine. Uh, You should watch (laughs) Spider-Man as soon as possible. Number 10 for Cam Hayward, future NFL Hall of Famer. Cam is one of the nicest guys in the world. He sent us this list. Uh, Thanks, Cam, for participating. Uh, Number 10, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Number nine, What If? Number eight, Eternals. Number seven, Falcon, Winter Soldier. Number six, Hawkeye. Number five, Black Widow. Number four, Shang-Chi. Number three, Loki. Number two, WandaVision. Number one, Spider-Man. I have a lot in common with with do I have, I have a very similar list to Cam? Um, yeah, I, I like. Cam. I want to shout out Richard. Richard has yeah. a very like yeah. you can't. There like there's no arguing Richard's list. Like he has nothing controversial. It's a really mm-hmm. nice. Uh, uh, I think that's a really good list right there for Richard. Uh, Richard, we can we can actually we have the ability to bring Richard onto the program. Uh, <laughs> Richard has the ability to bring is, Richard on. The yeah, program. I know this is Richard's favorite thing that I do. Richard, oh man, do you, hello. Oh, there he is the 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 the, the lovely voice of Richard Adams the second. It's calming. It's calming, <laughs> and it's about to defend its list. Richard, what do, what do you what do you tell me about your bottom three first? My bottom three. Well, if I'm being honest, I really, 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 really didn't like what if like I I just had no interest in the show. So that's why it was it was my number. It was my number 10. Um, 10 through eight for me were 
things I just didn't enjoy that much. But seven through one were things I really, really enjoyed. It's just kind of like you guys stated through the whole show. It's just I like some things better than the others. WandaVision and Spider-Man, how close was that? Man, very, very, very close. Like I I, I wanted to put WandaVision number one, but I've seen Spider-Man No Way Home four times. And I, I just I, I might see it again. I, I don't know. <laughs> I really enjoy the movie. It, it's it's a really good movie to me. So that, that, that battle right there was very, very close. I love it. I love it. Whose list did you like the most out of the four of us? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all had some wild takes. Um, uh, I, I, if I'm being honest, I got to go with BD's list just because I, I guess. Well, no, no, I, I'm sorry. Not BD, Aaron, because you put Shang-Chi at number one. Wow. I, I, disagree wow. with that. I, I love Shang-Chi, but I disagree with Shang-Chi being number one over Spider-Man and WandaVision and Hawkeye. I, I just I, I don't know. I, so I would have to go with Angela. Wow. Sorry, brother. The betrayal. I just <laughs> felt so built up and, and broken down <laughs> so quickly. Uh, well, that's, this was fun. All right. All right. Let's let's bring we can we can come back on the on the screen to wrap this up here. Thank you, Richard. Sorry for putting you on the spot like that. But that's what that's what today's episode was all about. Uh, everybody in the comment section, everybody listening in podcast form. I would love it if you send us your rankings on Twitter uh, so we can interact with you guys. Please share our show. Tell us we're crazy. Tell us we're right. Tell us you love our list. Tell us you hate our list. That's what this was for. Um, please just don't actually be dicks. Like this is just supposed to be fun. And one of my favorite things that we've been able to do this year was just create a community that was super fun and welcoming for so many people. We did a whole Spider-Man reactions podcast and nobody was in the Twitch comment section, dropping Spider-Man spoilers, even though they had leaked online, like, and people were pointing that out and saying they appreciated that. So uh, I just wanted to say like, I'm really proud of this community and what we've been able to do. We were able to get Layla to meet Spider-Man No Way Homecast. We were able to get some of you guys on to ask questions to Simu Liu and Destin Daniel Cretton to Kari Skoglund. Uh, And I'm really hopeful that next year can be even bigger. I don't know how the hell we can top some of the things we've accomplished this year. But I I said on the first episode, I want to build a community. I want to get you guys involved. And we did that. Uh, And I'm really, really happy with it. Uh, And I'm really looking forward to some of the things next week. We're not going to have a show next week. Um, I want to have everybody kind of get together, all of us hosts and everybody who's ever worked on the show, not the celebrity guests. I don't think they're going to come hang out with us, (laughs) but I do want to get us together and just kind of brainstorm ideas next week so we can kind of come up with stuff. And then we'll come back the following week, which will be close to our first birthday. Be just before it. WandaVision premiered on January 15th and so did phase zero. Um, but over a million listens on all platforms in our first year. That was my goal. Our, our, our parent company, Viacom CBS, shout out to Paramount Plus, woo, uh, made <laughs> us submit goals at the beginning of the year. And one of my goals was a million listens for phase zero. And I'm really happy we did that. And thank you to all three of you here uh, for helping us do that and everybody who's listened. Uh, but yeah, before we wrap up, uh, Jamie, last comment for the year. Anything you want to say here as we wrap up uh, phase zero season one? Yeah, first of all, thank you so much for letting me take this phase zero journey. Brandon, it's been uh, such a delight. Uh, everyone is mostly, uh, before today, so nice and lovely and kind. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's really been a, such a wonderful, wonderful year. And, uh, and shout out to Marvel Studios for cranking out so many bangers, man. Like, there was nothing bad that mm-hmm. came from Marvel Studios this year, and uh, and that's pretty amazing. And uh, we're I feel lucky to be alive. 
<laughs> what a time. What a time. Jenna, season one wrap up words. Just again, BD, thank you so much for like bringing me on this. Like it has just, this has been the highlight of my year. Like honestly, just being in the show, being in the community that we have fostered and getting to talk to the people that we have has just been so surreal. And it is amazing. It's so weird that we're not going to go live with the show next week. I am glad that you told people what we were doing. Cause when you did tweet that this would be maybe our last episode ever, I saw people genuinely thinking like, they're not going to do anymore. And I was like, no, it's like my Wednesdays still need something. Like I'm going to be so boring otherwise. So, but yeah, thank you so much to everybody for listening and supporting us this year. This has just been so much fun and I feel like it's only going to get more so next year. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, Aaron, anything uh, you want to say to send us home? Um, I would just like to thank everybody for acknowledging and sort of telling us like, you know, we've heard people say that legitimately we helped them get through being inside this year. And that is some wild times that people really found some comfort in hearing us tell bad jokes and laughing at each other and, and like seeing our weird facial expressions and Jenna getting caught behind a Guardians of the Galaxy poster <laughs> and Jamie blowing up the chat on our last show of the year. Um, it just means a lot to hear that you actually help people because when you write, you don't usually hear things mm -hmm. from the readers or the listeners, unless it's terrible. And then you hear from them. But it's nice to be acknowledged for things when they're going well. So we really appreciate all you guys. Also, go go read Gold Issues. We, we worked hard on that. Thank please, you. please go do that. Anything that Jenna Anderson is like uh, organizing for us, please do that. She spent too much time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go read Golden Issues. Uh, we, we all have been voting on those and Jenna and everybody have been doing a really good job organizing those and rolling them out to celebrate some fun stuff. We had a big year of content and it's time to celebrate it. Um, honestly, Aaron, Jamie, Jenna, you guys have been so tremendous on this show. The growth in all of us, uh, but what I've seen from you guys just in how we all have learned to talk to each other and learned to make zoom work and all this stuff. Like I'm so, so grateful to have you guys here, the community that has been listening since the beginning. Like we obviously couldn't do this without all of you. I couldn't do this without Aaron, Jenna, Jamie, Richard, uh, uh, Jim, every once in a while, maybe. Uh, but uh, it's been, it's just been like, when we started this, I really like was like, I don't know how, where we're going to go with this, how we're going to do it. But uh, I had kind of plans, but it was also kind of like, well, we're going to figure this out as we go. You guys kept coming back even after my terrible impressions every week. Um, and, uh, and I'm grateful for that. So thank you so much for, for making phase zero a success story. And I'm really excited for two weeks from now, we come back with season two. Um, who knows, maybe, maybe we'll be rolling right into Morbius. <laughs> Could we be so lucky? Uh, actually Morbius looks pretty good. Um, uh, but this was fun. Thank you for receiving our, uh, our lists. So with such vigor, <laughs> fashion um, and that's phase zero season one everybody we will see you in 2022 have a happy and safe new year please continue to share our show with your friends continue to subscribe to the twitch channel and leave five star reviews on spotify which you can do now uh, and uh i'm gonna go watch book of boba fett so that's phase zero season one should we end it on a cliffhanger i don't know how i, I should have thought about that in advance jim discarding is never coming on the show again <gasps>